right, hey man. Um, episode forty-seven, and I'm pretty excited for this one. Uh, I'm pre-recording because I'm leaving for a week of elk hunting at about two thirty in the morning this morning. So that's Friday night. But yeah, I've been thinking about it for a while, and I want to talk about um. I don't know, I'm dubbing it, I'm coining it, I don't know what I am, I'm trying to create a cute phrase for a title, but uh, toughness through teamwork, and I was, I've been getting a lot of cool, cool emails and DMs lately, just about like, hey Tosh, I'd love to hear your thoughts on this, or I'd love to hear your thoughts on that, and uh, one of these things was, how can I get tough, What, what what did you do to help you get to where you're at that you know, I'm paraphrasing, um, that, that people think like, Hey, you're pretty tough, dude. Like you're the real deal. And I don't know, like, I don't know if I'm, I'm the real deal or whatever. I don't know what it, what it, what it is to be a real deal or not. Um, I think being a real deal ultimately comes down to just honesty, like authenticity, not trying to sell or phony up or manipulate or bullshit or just I just try to be honest man just try to talk from the heart for better or worse um I'm not trying to sell anything and at the same time I'd be lying like if I didn't have ambitions that I would get recognized on a on a larger scale there's there's a, uh, you know, for for selfish reasons, like there's something that makes you feel good, right? Um, but for actually, like for unselfish reasons, just so I can have a larger platform to speak from and, and potentially offer thoughts to a larger audience, you know? But um, it just seems like you, you really have to shout and sensationalize in order to get a larger and larger audience, but... I also then just think like larger for what like a larger superficial or a more intimate powerful meaningful you know what I mean so who cares what my audience is I'm not doing this for an audience um that said yeah of course like of course I I, I would imagine I think about having a larger audience but um that's not my driving factor and it's okay it's okay to have like so that's right I, I talk to myself it's like it's okay to have those thoughts they're not um to, to actually deny them or to say that they don't exist is bullshit because they they kind of happen you know but um anyways i don't know where, where i'm babbling i've had a couple drinks but um good drinks and um I want to talk about getting tough. Like, how do you get tough? Like, Tosh, how did you get tough? Like, just do shit, man. Just do shit. Every time you, um, every time you feel like you have some sort of personal need, just resist it, man. You know, like, oh, I'm a little hungry now. Like, I could reach in there, or I could stop at McDonald's, or I could go to, just don't. Just deny yourself a a luxury. Deny yourself a convenience. That's all you got to do. That's it. Period. 
whether that's on a physical realm, an emotional realm, a spiritual realm, doesn't matter. An intangible, like just, just deny yourself. Like have some presence of mind and wherewithal to not capitulate to a, a comfort item or a want. You know, oh, I'm cold right now. Like I should go put a sweatshirt on. You know what? Just don't. Just don't put a sweatshirt on. Just deal with it. I don't know, for five minutes, ten minutes, an hour, or until it doesn't matter. And and just start there. You know? Oh, man, I got to have breakfast this morning. Oh, well, you know what? Don't. Just don't. You'll be fine, man. And it, it sounds abstract. It sounds like, oh, that's, like, why would I want to do that? Like, we're, we're creatures of comfort. Frontal cortex, like, boom. Feedback mechanism. Discomfort. Need to solve that scenario. Seek comfort. Seek resolution. Not conflict. Go. Which is ironic because in our consciousness it it seems it it appears everybody's always seeking conflict right you have to juxtapose your your, your yourself uh against something else in order to feel validated or meaningful or whatever and it's just it, it's funny to me when you sit back and you look at it and people are just so inconsistent and you wonder why we struggle in life, in the world, because we're inconsistent about how we handle our internal affairs versus how we handle our, our external affairs. And so, and you know, no wonder we're all weird and whacked out and we need medicine. It's like, oh, oh, you got a headache right now. Oh, cool, like rush to get to Advil. You know what? Don't. Don't. Just, hey, got a headache. Okay, cool. Have a glass of water. And then you know what? Tell yourself, like, stop thinking about your headache. It'll go away. Concentrate on something else. Imagine that. Like, that's taking taking control of, uh, of yourself. Not giving in. You know, you start to feel uncomfortable. You start to feel anxious. You start to feel weird. You start to feel triggered. Whatever, whatever the buzz is, have some wherewithal. Be like, hey, I'm feeling this right now. And you know what? Like, hey, wait a minute. Just, I'm feeling this right now. I'm getting ready to go there. Hey, just just tell yourself, stop. Hey, you know what? I'm not giving in. I'm good. I'm gonna I'm gonna weather this. We have no control over, you know, no you know, none of pun intended uh, on the weather, but I'm gonna go there. You know, we got no control over whether it rains or shines or winds or snows or whatever it is. It's like you just you, you literally weather it until it's over with. You know, and um, why can't we just why can't we just recognize that with our with our feelings and our emotions? But um, anyways, I'm babbling. I want to get more specific because uh, I think you become you can get you can get tough. You can become hard. This is how you develop it by putting yourself in situations where you don't yield to seeking pleasure or comfort you just kind of resist it and it doesn't have to be a it's not a an abstinence thing right like i'm going to abstain from seeking comfort like that's not it at all it's checking in from time to time and saying hey on a scale of one to ten 
you know, this is a nine. I really need this. Okay, cool. And then take it. Oh, well, this is a six. I really need this at a six. Well, let's just wait till it's an eight. And then, and then maybe I'll go for it. And in, 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 in resisting it, you build up a tolerance, you build up a threshold, and then it, you might not ever even get to the eight. It might just dissipate. But I feel like so often, and I get it, you know, lap of luxury, you know, affluence, convenience, opportunity, connections, network, health, whatever it is, like affords me a certain place on that slider. But, you know, you get to a three nowadays and it's like, oh, I need this. And then you yield to it at a three, at a threshold of a three. And it's like, no, man, hey, I'm just cold right now. I'm going to rush and put some gloves on. Or not, like, go without gloves for the 10 minutes. You know what I mean? Oh, I'm thirsty. I need to stop and take a break and go get my glass of water. Like, oh, you know what? I could be thirsty for a little longer. I'm just not going to get a drink right now. It's okay. I'm not going to seek to find comfort or solve something that just is superficially aggravating me. And we can start there. That's how you get tough. Oh, I missed breakfast this morning. Oh my God, I feel a little bit weak. And oh, I missed breakfast. I need to sit down. You know, bullshit. You know, bullshit. Go without breakfast. Go without breakfast for three weeks. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner for two and a half weeks. You know, you'll be fine, man. But, um, so then let's take it someplace else. Like, let's take it to team, team, teamwork. Here's, here's my... I, okay, so we're, we're in a team scenario, team setting, it's obvious, teamwork, you know what I mean? But what, what does that actually mean? We're always seeking to define what's teamwork mean, like working well with others, considering others before yourself, like there's all kinds of shit, but you know I mean? we're going to sit down and think about teamwork, putting the needs of others before yours, you know, giving first. Taking only what's necessary, not desired. Think about those two comments. So, you know, and I hesitate because I, I feel like lately I've been using hunting scenarios um, for for examples, and it sort of insulates crowds because they don't hunt or they have their ideas or whatever. But just just for the last two months, I've just all I've been doing is hunting. So those are the references that I go towards but um here's here let me let me just talk about what I think about a team team player is you come out from a long day doing whatever come back to camp and you seek to do something what do you seek to do first something that provides value for others period start the fire pull out the food for dinner you know, whatever it is, turn the lights on, start the generator. That doesn't matter. And I don't want to use the hunting scenario, but like, no matter what, like, put the needs of everybody else and then just take action towards that. Hey, but you're cold and you're hungry. You know what I mean? Um, your feet hurt. Like, okay, stop thinking about those. Let's just think about what could I do right now to, to ease the discomfort of anybody around me. Do that first. Put them, put their needs ahead of yours, of your superficial bullshit. You know, and just do that. 
And then you know what? Like, you know what's really cool is take it another step. Take it two more steps. Do a second, a third thing. And you will quickly find that your your bullshit superficial needs disappear. That they went from being an eight, a perceived value of an eight to a to a an actual residual value of four. And are, are you telling me that you you're not tough enough to handle a four? I mean, come on, right? So that's all you do. That that's how you get tough. You get hard. You if you can default to thinking about what can you do first for somebody else, second for a bunch of others, third for somebody else, fourth for somebody else. Like just do that. Like and you don't have to. You don't have to go for four four steps if this is new to you. Just go for one step, two steps. And if if your actual personal need was legitimate, like strong, powerful, debilitating, whatever was 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 real, was it there? It would still be there. And you wouldn't be able to keep going for others and you there would be a time when it's like, "Hey, I just got to do this for myself." Example, um, out for a morning, didn't think we were going to be gone that long, went out, started raining, then started snowing, started raining and snowing, temperature dropped 10 degrees, and it's like, hey, I didn't pack for this, I didn't bring this, didn't bring that, but we were hot on the trail or something, so we just kept going, and ultimately, I just started getting to the point where like, wow, I've not been this cold in a long time. And so, but we stayed, we kept going, you know, mission first. And then when we get back to, um, uh, bivouac area, it's like, Hey, fuck man. I default and it, you, you, you habituate it, right? Like thinking for other people first and you default it in, and it's like, Hey man, like I'm, I really can't even, I can't even get into doing something for others because I'm that cold, shivering uncontrollably. I'm happy. And that's usually what I do first to pull myself out of a of a of a moment is to just recognize like positive energy, be happy. And uh but I needed to do something for me first. Which is rare. Very rare. And um and then, you know, what I didn't do though was do it first. I actually still maintain some sort of wherewithal to be like, hey man, are you okay? What do you need? How are you doing? And then I got the feedback like, oh no, 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 Tosh, like, I'm good, I'm good, you take care of you. Because that person recognized like, wow, this is this is unique for Tosh, he's usually not like this. And so, I just like, had to stumble around for five minutes, like lost. And, uh, boom. I solved. I solved for myself very quick like one thing two things to put me in a place where that I could then focus on the team and then I just like okay hey I just took for myself first I'm gonna pay it back you know I'm gonna pay it back like fivefold and then you just start doing stuff doing this doing this doing this doing this and just keep delaying just keep delaying how long it's gonna be until you actually take care of yourself and there's a balance there. I'm not saying delay that until you become a, a liability. I'm not saying that at all. Like, and you learn that. 
but at least the default mechanism is others first. And when you take for yourself first, like give it back to some, um, to some like multiple, whether it's two or three or four, I don't know, depends on the scenario, but do that, you know, and then watch. Through that process, through that mindset, you will find yourself succumbing to your own superficial needs and desires, you know, less. You'll get harder. You'll get tougher. It's that easy. That's hard. There's getting hard, getting tough through teamwork. There's, there's individuals. We need individuals in this world, Right? We need individuals, people that will never get this, never understand it. Because if we didn't have individuals, then, you know, we would have nobody to, like, compare ourselves to, to, like, point the finger to say, you suck. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, no, I mean, I don't, eh, I do mean that. I don't mean it entirely, but I do mean it. Um, individuals are okay. And when you recognize, like, you have individuals, that just changes your dynamic for knowing how to work with them. I don't think anybody should seek to be an individual, but there are individuals, and it's important to have individuals on a team. Um, If everybody was absolutely for everybody else, nobody would take care of themselves first. So there has to be a balance, there has to be a threshold and a limit. But I think the natural progression should be towards seeking less, less me, less me, more you, more you. You know? I don't know. I think that's a significant avenue to get hard, to be tough. Right there. Groundstone. Groundstone, does that make sense? Groundstone. Well, it does now. Groundstone. That's the groundstone for it. All the other cute stuff that I talk about or anybody else talks about. Yeah. We'll get to that. You know? Hey, I'm going to I'm going to go ahead and like trash David Goggins real quick. Like, yeah, everything David Goggins talks about is for himself. One person. That's it. And there's value there. You know, if you can't handle and manage yourself, how are you going to be able to be an instrumental part of the team so that you can't be a liability for others? I get that, man. I've got it. But like, can we fucking graduate from like being personally tough for yourself and positively blowing yourself all the time and start thinking about it in a, in a real world application for doing good for others. <laughs> you know what I mean? And, and so I think that's it. Like, yeah, just no matter what, no matter what I'm feeling right now, I always default to somebody else is feeling something which could be at a greater amplitude for them then what I'm feeling for me is I want to solve that or I want to be at least part of the solution for them, for their thing, for their amplitude first because I can tolerate mine. It takes it takes an awful lot to get me to the point where I need to do me first. You know what I mean? And um, I, I might take it to extreme, an extreme I have in the past where then I've become a liability. That's not good. You know, I talk about Monster Sweden. I'm so tough, too tough for my own good, where it actually compromised, where I put others first in a reckless manner. Um, 
kind of cavalier about it, and they just didn't take care of me smartly. There's more to that story. I've talked about it like episode four or five or something. But, um, and then there's there's a thing like nervous. Just I don't. It's not nervous energy. It's a restlessness. Like oh, Tosh can't sit still. Tosh always moving, doing something. He's, uh, yeah, like, um, I always have an eye for, what could I be doing right now that I'm not. What could I be doing right now to just create organization, to create um, less opportunity for stress for the team? Not for me, for the team. Oh, I can go split wood. Oh, I can go, like, you know, put fresh toilet paper at the shitter. Oh, I could, like, refill the fuel in the, in the machines. I could do this. I could do that. I'm always thinking about what could I do. What's one thing I could be doing right now that I'm not doing? that will benefit the team in an hour, in six hours, 24 hours. Like, just just do it, you know? Just constantly walking around and see sticks on the ground. Ah, uh, those sticks, that's that's good dry kindling. I should pick that stick up. should pick that stick up. You know what? I'm going to pick up two loads of sticks real quick and put them underneath here so they stay dry. Boom. Sit down. Have a beer. Oh, shit. Look at that. Ah, I'm going to get up and I'm going to go do that. Oh, I got an idea. And your mind is always thinking about what you can do to add value for others. And when I say add value so that I can mitigate stress, you know, I can turn their seven into a six before it even gets a chance to be a seven. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm, I'm always trying to do that. I'm always trying to do that. Before, before Joe Schmo realizes that he's at a seven and can't function, I'm going to do this which is going to prevent him from even getting to a seven. And he's going to get hit a six or a five. And then he'll never have to think about himself. You know what I mean? And it sounds crazy. It's like, okay, there's people listening. Oh, well, in a military world or in a hunting environment or whatever. Like, how does that make sense in a, in a real world? I don't know. I mean, use your imagination because I do it all the time. You know, I don't even have to be in a team setting to be a team player walking through McGuckin's down there you know hardware store McGuckin's it's amazing boulder iconic you go into McGuckin's and you want to buy shit that you think you need that you never even realized existed let alone you needed it and you you walk out of there with a basket full of stuff that's got everything and it's awesome and it's more expensive than Home Depot but you don't mind it because it's a local staple and it's just like yeah I'm doing it you know I'll pay the extra 2% 3% it's like 30 cents more here than it is over there but you do it because there's something cool about shopping at McGuckin's but anyways oh, so you roll you roll into McGuckin's and you just see some dude like re trying to refill the windshield washing fluid display and like oh hey man like let me give you a hand I'm not going to sit there and unload six boxes for you but I'll unload one or two. Hey, have a good day, John. I'm like, cool. And you go on. It's being a team player. Yeah, I'm there to do this or I'm there to do that. But you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna take the moment and do for somebody else. Oh, you don't have to do that. Oh, I'm like, yeah, you know what? Like, who cares? I know I don't have to, but I want to. You know what I mean? You walk into a restaurant and you're at the and, and these are superficial, but you gotta start someplace stupid, man to build momentum but it's like you walk into a restaurant and you know how you hold the door open 
Okay, so you're walking into your a restaurant and you hold the door open because somebody's walking behind you. We do that, right? Even though the temptation is to walk in and then hold the door open, but you go in through first so that you can get to the hostess stand first so that you can give them the name first because you want, because you're hungry, man, and you want to get your name on the reservation before they get theirs on. You know what I mean? You're a party of four. They're a party of four. Shit, man. That's, you know? And it's just like, yeah, hey, like, be a team player. Hold the door open for them. Go in there and give them an opportunity to say, oh, no, you were here first. You know what I mean? And, or just let them go to the stand and put their name for four in, and you just put your name for four in afterwards. That's like every day. Simple. Simple. Easy. Oh, it doesn't make sense. That's cheesy. That's not high payoff. That's not a huge ROI. Yeah, no shit, man. Everybody that's looking for that one-shot lottery ticket, guess what? You spend... It's easy to look for the big ones. It's easy to you know, seek the desire for the big ones. Start at the small stuff, man. Start at the small stuff. So, anyways, babbled enough. I don't even know if this is recording. So... You know, you get th- you get tough by putting others first. Yeah, my feet are wet. My feet are cold. I'm hungry. Guess what? Hey, what can I do for you? What can I do for the team? I don't even have to ask it. I just do. I'm thinking it. Rhetorical question, you know, in your head. Like, not looking for an answer. You just, and then you do that first and you delay. Delay changing your socks. You know what I mean? Delay. Delay, like, taking off your wet clothes and putting on dry stuff in order to do two things, three things for everybody else first. And then when you take care of yourself, you say, oh shit, I just did this for myself. Every time I do something for myself, I'm going to do three things for somebody else. It doesn't care. It doesn't matter how small or how big it is. It could be a high five. It could be a smile. That counts. Who are you to, who are you to put the, the value marker on something that you do? Just do it. And whatever the value is that the person that's the recipient of it decides to make it, they make it. Whether it's a quarter or whether it's a hundred dollars, doesn't matter. Let them decide the value. You just do it, you know. So, all right, man, I'm out here. I'm leaving at two thirty in the morning. It's about five hours away, and I'm going after elk for a week. So uh, I'm really excited. Who knows what I'm gonna come back and talk about next? Probably the unknown and how that messes you up. The unknown. I like that. All right, man. Later.